welcome to the Platinum Consultants channel, home of Simpro Chats with Daz and Ads. In this channel, we cover everything Simpro. Simpro is an estimating, job management and scheduling software for tradies and related businesses. If you have Simpro and you want to learn more, stay tuned for great content. If you don't have Simpro yet, feel free to contact me for a demo to show you what Simpro can do for you and your business. Just send an email to darren at platinumconsultants.com.au. Now, on with the show. Welcome everyone to the latest episode of Simpro Chats with Daz and Ads. I'm Darren from Platinum Consultants and my partner. I'm Adam from Aimac Consultant. And today we're talking to you about the latest releases, 20.2.5 and the soon to be released 20.2.6. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your support so far. And uh, we're really enjoying bringing these podcasts and uh, YouTube clips to you. Well, hopefully um, this latest one has some some good release notes for you that I think will be able to give you some great information on what's coming up and what you should be looking at and what you should be implementing into your own business. Mm -hmm. So I reckon we get straight into it. I reckon we do, buddy. So the first point is a very small one. And so we won't spend too much time on it. But one of the things that's a little bit annoying, if you have been using Simpro for a while, you create a new employee and they hang around on the scheduler for 30 days until finally they disappear because they realize, hey, you're not scheduling this person anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, now with the new feature, you only have to wait three days. So you put a a new employee into your system And if you haven't actually scheduled them in three days, they'll disappear. But of course there's the show all employees tick box and you can bring them back and actually, you know, put schedules on them and schedule them to jobs and whatnot. But I think that's good. Waiting 30 days seemed a bit long to me, Mm -hmm. but that's only for new employees. So you don't have to schedule all of your employees every three days. Once you've scheduled them once, it keeps them in for 30 days from that point forward. Mm -hmm. Then I think after the 30 days or whatever it would be, they drop off again anyway. So Yes. Um, Yeah. These guys were just dagging around, not doing anything, not going out, not making any money. So now they can just go. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Yeah. And according to the schedule, bloody overhead, get rid of them. Yes. Get them out of the list. Scheduler says time to leave. Yeah. It's time to go. All right. So what's our next feature? Uh, Next one. This is actually a cool little one. Um, I've actually had a few customers make comment that they've now started seeing these, which is really cool. So, uh, it's just a little badge icon over the top of the um, the tabs, or they used to be tabs. So they still tabs now? Uh, are they? I don't know what you call them. Oh, I mean, I'm, over the menu, the menu items, I guess. I'm, I'm going to keep going with tabs. Yeah, I'm tabs. Um, yeah, so the tabs inside of jobs and and whatnot. Um, you should start now seeing a little badge icon over the top to indicate how many attachments or whatnot there are inside of them, or tasks or anything like that. I think it even shows you how many cost centers are in the the cost center list. I think yep, it does. It yeah, no, yep. it does. And the variations as well. Yep, yep. That's pretty cool. So yeah, so you don't have to randomly just click in tabs just to see if there's stuff in there. You'll actually be able to see that there is stuff in there now without having to click on the tab. So save you a little bit of time. Yeah. And tasks was probably one of the only ones that actually had something in there. Now they all do, which is mm-hmm. really good. Yep. No, and, like- um, this is another little one. Uh, these are little sort of um, user experience enhancements, I would call them. It just makes it just that little bit nicer to use. There's no one's 
you know, sort of um, jumping for joy and buying cupcakes for everybody. But uh, definitely it makes the, the, the usage of Simpro a little bit nicer. So this next one is uh, when you're converting uh, a quote or a lead or say a recurring job, if, you recur if you're actually converting one at a time, so right click or just tick the box and convert one, it'll actually pop up and say, would you like to open that job now or open the quote or uh, open the re in recurring invoice, for example. And uh, you know, it's a quick way in. Otherwise, for example, I do use recurring jobs a lot for, for what I do. When I convert a recurring job, I then have to go to the pending tab and I've got to find it and I've got to click on it to open it up. It's nice now, right click, convert to, would you like to open it? Sure would, and bang, in you are. What do we got next? What a time to be alive. Um, <laughs> so the next one, uh, again, just a, a nice little enhancement, I guess, uh, attachment date. So uh, when you're uploading attachments into your leads, quotes, jobs, um, you'll now see the date that they were actually uploaded. Yep. I think that's really good. To say about that. I think that is what it yeah. is. One uh, thing to, to be careful with that is that it is the date that was uploaded exactly as Ad said. It's mm -hmm. not the created date or the photo taken date, which I did hear, by the way, that uh, mobile app already has that on the cards, that they're going to be bringing in what's called EXIF data. And essentially, that's the uh, photo information that's embedded in the photo is all going to be coming across as well, which is great. Go mobile. Go mobile. Is uh, it coming in connect? Yeah, locking archive jobs. Locking archive jobs. Why do we want to lock archive jobs? Um, to stop people from buying stuff. <laughs> yes. Literally. To stop people from buying stuff and hiding that stuff that they're buying in archive jobs. Yep. Um, sometimes, and and let's, let's be diplomatic here and say that um, people could accidentally uh, raise purchase orders or add costs to archive jobs. Mm -hmm. And if it goes to the wrong job, then you know, that can affect somebody's profit and loss, sales, etc. cetera. Uh, and there might've been the odd person or two out there that had a bit of a, uh, an inkling to do that on someone else's job <laughs> that had been archived. I'm going to sneak some cable onto your job, Daz. Because your <laughs> That's job, right. It was already, yeah. The profit was already crap on it anyway. So, my, Well, you know that job you did two years ago? Yeah. No that, one will notice. Make my profit look a little bit better. Well, now you can't. Yeah. You ruined it for everybody. <laughs> no cable for you, man. You, you're locked. You ruined it for everybody. So now in the settings, in the, in the setup area, um, in the defaults, you can actually make it so that it's not possible. So that's, I think that's really good. And to be honest, it happens a lot accidentally. You type a job number in, if you get the job number wrong, you could accidentally do it. Or you could not accidentally do it. You could do it on purpose. Accidentally on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, especially with scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So merging purchase orders. Um, if you ever need, if you ever need to merge purchase orders, like I know there are some people out there that have been asking for this for a long time. And I've had some people say to me, why on earth would I need to merge a purchase order together? Um, why would you need to merge a, 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 a merge a purchase order? Bit of a mouthful. That's funny. Uh, I was actually going to throw to you to put you on the spot, but you beat me to it. Nice. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm mate. I'm throwing you under the bus this time around. Yeah, no, I'm squished. I got, a, uh, I got all no, the there's, there's actually a, archive jobs. You can explain merging purchase orders. That's right. So yeah. there is actually a uh, a very good reason. So uh, there's two that I can think of. So you mm -hmm. one one key one that I, I've had recently is. Mm -hmm. Some suppliers actually have a minimum purchase 
before you can get free delivery or they charge you an arm and a leg. And some of them just won't even send it to you unless you've got a minimum amount of, of items, right? So this actually solves that problem. And by creating, let's say each person creates a purchase order. This is what I want. The next one creates it to the next job and says, here's what I want. The next one creates it to their job and says, here's what I want. Now, every single person, there's no risk of them accidentally ruining someone else's purchase order. Mm-hmm. What they had to do before is you'd have to open the order. You change the job number. You add then additional items to this purchase order to another job number. When the purchase order got to a certain value, we've reached the threshold. We can now send it off to the supplier for delivery. Now each person can create their own. The, um, the, you know, purchasing officer or whoever it is can uh, storeman can then connect all those together merge and then one order can go off and each person really just has to worry about hey i'll put my order in when we've got enough it'll it'll actually arrive so i think that's a really good one Mm -hmm. and another one is 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 if you are ordering from a few different jobs and somebody's ordering from five or six different jobs and we notice that they are all actually the same supplier we can select all merge and send one order and receipt one delivery for the whole lot, which is fantastic. Oh, uh, I think I might have overdone the ideas on that. Have you got any to add? Not really. No. I well, mean, I think that gives really. people, yeah, gives you a bit of an idea that it is actually useful. Yeah. All right. So that's 20.2.5. Mm-hmm. And that should be currently out now. So if you haven't got it on your build yet, it'll be out like in the next 10 seconds. Yeah. So we've got some real juicy stuff coming up. Yes. It hasn't officially hit yet. Oh no. 20.2.6. There's something specifically in here that we've been waiting for, especially in Melbourne for about a hundred years. So um, (laughs) I'm going to start with that because that's going to be the most important. Go for it. Sink your teeth in. Sink my teeth in. Hourly allowances. Hallelujah, we've got allowances in Simpro. It's finally <laughs> happened. It's finally happened. All those phone calls from all the BDM saying ads, have you got any idea how we can get allowances into Simpro? All the customers that I just flat out say, sorry, we can't do allowances. It's now on its way to being able to do them. Um, so in terms of how they work, they've actually kind of done it a pretty good way as well. Um, they've been able to... Um, do the allowances where it's at an hourly level now. So you can actually do um, under the schedule rate, uh, override the schedule rate with the hourly amounts that you're paying in addition to the the actual um, wage to the staff member, which is awesome. Yeah, it's really, really good. Sorry. Uh, I, th- I was wondering how far you sunk your teeth in. So I was going to, I was letting you keep, keep going, yeah. but um, you can do a few things with the, the, the schedule rates. Um, and this is another debate, schedule, schedule, um, I mix, schedule. mix and match depending on the day. Yep. So not only can you have an hourly allowance, so what would happen is let's say I get paid uh, $25 an hour, um, which is way overpaid for, for doing YouTube videos. And let's say that I get an allowance of $5 per hour because you know i need all my equipment and i need to use a special microphone etc so that would obviously add up to uh 25 plus five plus your direct costs 
mm-hmm. you know, which is super long service leave, etc. And then your overhead would go on top of that. But what if I was at a, and these are potentially called EBA rates. There's probably a few different word, mm-hmm. a union rates, maybe it's probably a few different um, uh, terms for the same thing, but mm-hmm. on some sites that are run by particular unions or particular organizations, they tell you what you need to pay your employees. I know the audacity of them to tell me what I should pay my employee. It's outrageous. I know it really is like it, it gets my goat, but let's say um, these jobs are potentially profitable. So you're going to do them anyway, despite this. So as an apprentice, I might be getting 30 bucks an hour because their union says that's what I have to pay, regardless of the fact that I'm normally on $9.50 mm-hmm. <laughs> or something terrible like that for apprentices. So what you can do with these schedule rates, you can actually have an overriding pay rate for a particular scheduled rate. So mm-hmm. when I go, if I go and I select instead of say normal time, I might select uh, EBA site rate. Mm-hmm. It overrides my $9.50 appalling apprentice first year rate. And it will put in my 30 bucks. Woohoo. I'm working on this site as much as I can from now on. Thank you very much. Yep. And that is what's going to go into Simpro against the job. Plus I can choose to have an hourly allowance or not have an hourly allowance on top of that. Uh, now, for those people that have a daily allowance, unfortunately, we're not quite there yet. The best we can suggest for that is probably, you know, work out your average hours, whether it's eight, 7.5 or 10 and divide your, your daily by that. It's going to be very close by the end of the week. It'll be there or thereabouts. It'll yeah. be pretty close. Yeah. Um, not a hundred percent, but generally the costs at least good enough for the, the job profitability to the, to the nearest 20 cents or something, you know? So I think that'll be really good, but the pay rate override and the hourly allowance together or separately and bloody tastic, mate. Yeah. It's, this has been so long overdue. Um, It's, it's really going to help Simpro kind of start really cracking into that commercial building market where we've always had compromises when we're getting into that um, project area of Simpro, um, especially from an, you know, with them doing the income override codes. Yeah. Um, so I, you can kind of see this now starting to come into play now where Simpro is starting to kind of, I don't know, maybe really expand its horizons in the project management world um, of being able to do um, income account codes, side allowances, and the pretty obvious next thing I'm assuming will be expense account code overrides. That's the one that we're waiting for. I know that we're all, yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be fantastic when that comes in. Absolutely. And, and we're all, it's all heading in the right direction as it usually is with, with the Simpro improvements. Some things, as you'll know, take longer than others to get done. Um, mm-hmm. This one, like you said, we've been waiting for a long time. I remember talking about this, you know, um, six, seven, maybe eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's great. It's here. We're able to use it. And, it, and to be honest, I think the way it's been executed has been done very well. I, I yep. do like it. Uh, I, I, I want, I really want proper expense codes defaulted at the catalog labor and pre-build level. Mm-hmm. Um, may have said that the, the previous times, please can we have that put into Simpro? Cause I have lots of customers that really need that. Yep. But this one is, is done really well. I do. Mm-hmm. I do like it. I think yeah. just like, before I move on, like there's this, 
Like one of the things that you kind of pick up on when you've been in and around Simpro for so long is a lot of their updates are kind of themed a little bit that you kind of pick up on. So like the common theme with the last few updates from my perspective is, is kind of project management and projects like where, you know, the, yeah, the income account codes, um, we're now looking at, you know, the, um, the, we're just talking about them allowances, um, the schedule comparison reports. Um, there's, there's a lot of these updates have been quite themed towards project management. So I'm fingers crossed that that expense account codes coming sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, everything crossed. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, toes crossed. So, <laughs> so next we're talking about column headings on scroll. Now this is another little one, but it is good so that when pretty much anywhere that displays a table, with, with items in it. Um, as you scroll down the page, you're going to get what they call sticky headers. Yeah. Um, and they are, the, the heading sticks at the top of the screen so that you can always see what it is. They did that a little bit earlier on some of the, um, some of the reports mm -hmm. uh, some time ago. Now it's pretty much going to be everywhere that's got a table. So that'll be really good. And then yep. now we have a, a, a bit of a feel good uh release it, it, it's it's a bit of a warm and fuzzy one tell us about it which one is it oh. <laughs> it didn't make you feel good enough no, no, they, they all make me feel yeah. warm and fuzzy, no? it's like yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true Are it's we, hard to tell them apart. purchase orders the employee profile, oh, the profile photos are oh, that one yes. yeah yeah yes. oh, no, we did oh. we did do the uh the merging purchase order which which is another good one yeah you don't want to explain that again do you so why, <laughs> so why, no, no, the why do we photo. want to have employee profile photos? Who wouldn't want to see that beautiful face of yours, Daz? Um, <laughs> that's why. Um, no, so what essentially they're allowing us to do now is actually upload uh, photos of your employees into the employee cards. So that's going to do a couple of things. It's going to allow the, you to modify the table view in the uh, employee area to be able to see all the different pictures of everyone. Um, if you can't remember what Frank looks like, you can then go to the employee area and have a look. Um, but that's gonna feed into more important parts. So um, one of the cool little things that we're gonna be able to do is set up our notifications to go out to the customers with the uh, technician's name and their photo as well. So if you're very heavily service orientated and you know, you're in a lot of resi, doing a lot of resi work, you can get the notification set up to say, here you go, Mr. Customer, here's your job. Um, this is the technician attending your site. And here's the photo of the technician that's attending as well. So there's no surprises for when they rock up, they know exactly who's going to get there at their property, um, which is a really cool little feature. And what's the other one that's going to do, buddy? So uh, of course, when you click on their profile, it'll show you within their profile card. When you're looking at a list of employees, it's gonna show you in line next to each employee. Um, but also when you are, when a technician is clocking in and clocking out on the dashboard, it displays you know where they clocked in and where they clocked out. Now it's gonna have their little noggin on the dashboard. You're gonna actually see with a, rather than that um, generic you know, little gray man symbol, it's actually going to be someone's face when they clock in and clock out. Doesn't that feel good? I like the gray man. What do you got against the gray man? <laughs> He's very anonymous. He is very anonymous. So now we know who's, you know, assuming you recognize them. The, what, the um, gray man? No, the employee, I'm joking. The, um, the, the employee yeah. headshots, yes. The employee headshots. 
awesome. if you don't have all those on on file somewhere you might have to at your next uh team meeting get your photographer in you and uh take photos i i think it'll actually go a long way and i i do like the idea that from a workflow perspective uh when i book my training jobs in i've got a notification that says don't forget darren's coming out in two weeks he's coming out in four days he's coming out tomorrow mm-hmm. but but you can have other notifications like uh your technician so when they hit start travel your technician is currently on on his way here mm-hmm. is his photo just to make sure that you're aware when you see him lurking around that he is our technician uh and that can happen from the time they hit you know start travel so you know i think that's that's quite good you can do it from the day before you can do it straight away when you schedule someone this is the guy that we've scheduled keep an eye out or when they hit start travel it's also another good notification i think it's i think it's good it's a good safety thing absolutely i i agree i think it's it's a great little safety thing and it's um been around in other software packages so dare i mention um the S word. The S word. <laughs> S with the M and the eight. Um, it's, been, it's been in there for a while. And I know that we've had customers migrate over to Simpro from um, ServiceMate. And um, they've, they've always had the ability to do stuff like that. And they've yeah. missed it when they've come across to Simpro. Um, so yeah. I'm glad that those customers that have migrated across from ServiceMate um, now <laughs> have the opportunity to uh, implement something similar in Simpro. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think it's, um, it's a good thing. And all these little things, these releases are happening very regularly, which is by the way, great for our show. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have a lot of topics and a lot of guests um, that we we're still queuing up to talk to. And there's so many releases coming out. We keep having to do these ones, but it feels like, know, like, feels like we're becoming the feature release experts at the moment. Yes, it's, <laughs> no, I know. I ourselves from the Simpro experts to the feature release experts. But let, let, let us uh, add to this and say, we research the new releases and the usage cases for them so that you can just get it in a downloadable format so you don't have to have a look and try and think of what I'm going to do and where do I have to go. Mm-hmm. I think that covers us for, for this release session. Is there anything we've missed? Mm, no, I think that's it. I think I think we've we've done okay, and we didn't go over on this one. That's pretty good, eh? And allowances are out, does allowances? allowances. Oh, no. Yes, I know. There there are certain uh, people who probably did a few backflips, and there'll be certainly a lot of customers mm-hmm. that will now go back through what they've currently got in their setup and mm-hmm. add all the allowances in. I think it's going to make a, a huge difference. So um, from me, if uh, don't forget, by the way, if, if anyone needs help um we are implementation consultants we are simpro trainers Mm -hmm. you can contact us directly and i do simpro sales as well so i would very much appreciate if there's anybody out there who is looking to get simpro or you have any friends that have got uh trade businesses get get them to give me a call or to um email me and i can do a quick over zoom sort of check to make sure simpro is going to work for them it's, it's my goal to make sure that when we're doing a sales process, absolutely, they know exactly what they're going to get when they get it. There'll be nobody who gets to the training process and who says, oh, I didn't, the sales guy told me this or the sales guy told me that. 
So that never happens anyway. So. <laughs> no, no, nobody's overzealous when they're uh, selling. We've always so. said that you know the salesmen sell the dream, and us, us trainers make it happen. Yes, that's right. So I'm yeah. going to do both for you. Yeah, you can do uh, both. You can sell the dream and make it happen. Exactly right. So um, Darren at PlatinumConsultants.com.au if you want to contact me, and for you, Adzi. Yep, info at amac.consulting. You can reach me there. Fantastic. Please like, subscribe, share this, this YouTube video. Um, obviously there's no, there's no income in it for us. We're, we're trying to do it to, for you so that you can get a lot of information it gives us, uh, you know, a bit of exposure as well, but, uh, we need to know whether you like it. We need to know whether there's any other topics you want us to cover. Um, feel free to comment, um, and, um, pass this on to other people. The more people that we can get watching it, the more we know that people like it and, and it's working for you. So we'll keep making them. Totally. And, and do you remember the email address that people can reach us at? Simprochats at gmail.com. Hey, <laughs> it does. It's only taken 10 episodes. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, but Fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll just echo what Darren said. Um, you know, if there is anything that you'd like to hear or if there's any feedback that you've got, please shoot it our way. Um, we did have some feedback that you'd like to see um, some examples of what we're talking about pop up on the screen. So um, we've implemented that now. Uh, so if there is anything else that you think would be handy, please let us know. Because um, ultimately these videos are for you. Um, we're making them to try and help out. Um, like Darren said, we don't get paid for them. Um, plus it just gives us a good excuse to jump on Zoom and talk about Simpro because why wouldn't you want to do that? We love Simpro. Um, all right. Well, that's all from us. Yep. All we'll right. See you in the next episode. See you then. Bye. Bye.